This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. It was a huge issue in 2017 and 2018. A surge of irregular border crossings, crossers, was costing provincial and municipal governments millions, and Ottawa was not stepping up with much compensation. Now we have some accurate numbers on the scope of this budgetary hole. And while the problem is gone, at least for the moment, because the border is closed due to COVID-19, both the province and our cities are clamoring for federal help as they are starved for cash due to the pandemic. Now, what Auditor General Bonnie Lisk found in this case is that those irregular asylum seekers cost us $80.7 million in a 16-month period, and only about $15 million was reimbursed by the feds. Bonnie Lisick joins me now. Hello. Oh, hello. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Were you surprised by these numbers? Um, you know, we. Um, I think at the end of the day, uh, when we started this exercise, we realized that there would be some problem in us receiving support for the original numbers. And so, you know, where we landed on the numbers, I couldn't say we were too surprised at the end um, of the day. Well, there was a bit of good news in this, and it, that is that at at the outset we thought this actually cost a lot more. Well, I think um, you know the one the one part about this is we were asked uh, by the Standing Committee on Public Accounts to look at the cost provided to irregular border crossers. The original estimate was based on all uh, border uh, refugee uh, border crossers, and so what we've indicated in this report is we've narrowed the the figure down to uh, represent irregular border crossers, but we've identified it for a period of time, that is between April 1st, 2017 and July 31st, 2018. So there is an opportunity for the ministry to um, uh, provide additional information, like prepare additional information for the period subsequent to that, to the time the border closed for COVID, to supplement this with. So we do think that they need to do uh, more work to obtain additional information to uh, potentially increase that number as well. Now, uh, is this information important at this point? I mean, is is the usefulness of the or the potentially usefulness of this that uh, we we can then or our government can then go to Ottawa and say, "Hey, you owe us sixty five mil." I, I think it's important um, to still keep this, um, you know, on the table for discussion. There, there obviously were additional costs incurred by Ontario, similar to Quebec, uh, with respect to the increase in irregular border crossers, as well as an increase in um, additional uh, border crossing by, refu- by refugee claimants. So there, you know, that did occur. Um, there is an opportunity to seek compensation, I do believe, because the current agreement that's in place um, does provide some compensation, a lot of compensation to Ontario. But because this was um, a unique situation, 
and Quebec was able to obtain additional compensation. I think it's fair for Ontario to move forward to seek additional compensation from the federal government for costs incurred by this province. Well, uh, just to clarify, so uh, Quebec got more compensation than we did, uh, frankly, a lot more. Um, Specifically with respect to that increase in um, uh, irregular border crossers, they received about $286 million. Uh, Ontario has only received about uh, $16 million to date. And I, I remember back then that uh, the mayor made a deal about uh, getting some compensation. I think this is for all general refugee claimants. Is that separate? Um, well, the city of Toronto uh, did receive um, about 11, I believe, 11 million um, for that period. Uh, for uh, the period that we've looked at, they received 16 million overall. Yeah, so uh, there's a big difference between that and what Quebec got. So uh, on the surface of it, it would seem a little unfair. Um, Yeah, I think that there is an opportunity for additional funds. I just want to correct what I just said. So Toronto was $11 They received $11 Um, Ottawa, about $4.3 And the municipality appeal, about 0.8, which adds up to the $16.1 million. Um, But there is additional costs associated with the irregular border crossers after that of about $65 million that we've identified for a 16-month period. And if the ministry um, does additional work, there is an opportunity, we think, for that number to uh, be even higher if that estimate was taken uh, between August 1st, 2018 and uh, just pre-COVID time. Uh, okay, so I, just what I wasn't clear on was that the money that the municipalities got is the same money that you're referring to here as compensation. So uh, We have um, in our report, we have a figure, and we've um, reduced our overall number by of $81 million by the amounts that were received by the City of Toronto, Ottawa, and Peel. Uh, the original estimate included municipal um, costs as well. Um, Ms. Lizick, um, at the federal level, uh, there's been an accusation anyway that uh, the Auditor General there is, is being starved of funds of $11 million and is not going to be able to do a really good accounting of the extra costs of, of COVID. What is your position in terms of trying to assess the extra costs that we're facing now? Um, well, I, we, we do have some work underway now that we are looking at um, the various monies that have been allocated for COVID. So I do have my public accounts team and other auditors looking at the various programs that have been initiated. We're looking at them from, you know, proper approvals, whether um, there were internal controls in place for the distribution of the money. So we are looking at that. We also initiated at the beginning of May an audit on the um, uh, outbreak management and planning in Ontario or planning and management in Ontario. So we are looking at aspects of you know uh, the COVID pro- the COVID process that everyone's gone through in terms of you know um, the tracking and testing, the the labs, the um, you know the EMO itself, the um, uh, PPE. So we do have a number of projects underway that uh, we're working on. And do you have any kind of interim numbers? I mean, if you were, I know that you don't do this as, as an auditor, but do you have uh, do you have an idea of 
actually this, what that number might look like, the scope of it? Well, like, you know, the province has uh, done a number of programs. Uh, they've initiated many of them, and we are keeping you know, uh, track of what the total amount of programs that they've initiated or announced are. But uh, I wouldn't at this point have a, a tally of that to uh, to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and would you have anything to say about certain things like that we are supposedly getting from the province, uh, from the federal government? I mean, for instance, a long time ago, it seems that uh, the uh, essential workers, essential medical workers, were promised uh, COVID pay top-ups, and not all of them have even received that. Do you keep track of, of when promised money is actually received? Well, no, no, we, we're not the ones that keep track of it. I mean, we will, um, when we look at a program, we will see that they, whether they've handled or they've administrated the distribution of funds appropriately. And if that is the one, and I can't say right now, that is one that we're particularly looking at. But if we did look at a program, we'd look to see that whatever was the policy and the criteria for the distribution of funds, that that was uh, complied with. Okay, Bonnie Lissick, thank you so much for being with us. Okay, thank you for the invitation. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.